You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Okay, you action-loving sports maniacs, look, we all like having something-something on the games. Hell, it's what keeps us from going to bed or watching Top Chef. But when you're putting your money out there on these rough gambling streets, the number one thing you need to know is simply this. A, when will I get my money without a hassle? And B, is this online sports book going to be a dirt patch in a cloud of dust next week? Well, with the official sweet action site of the ZabeCast, my bookie is that place. I've been doing business with them for over five years. They've got great odds, don't gouge on the VIG, have all kinds of props and futures, and best of all, in the rare case there's ever a customer service issue, guess who your customer service rep is? That's right. Me, El Baldo. So get in there, open an account, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, so they know that I sent you. And bet with your head no over it, and you'll never look back. You'll never be tempted to try these other big clown books that are spending a trillion dollars on fancy ad campaigns. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. You got a bookie? Yes, you do. And you don't have to meet him in a seedy Italian restaurant to settle up. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggana. Your bonus, uncensored 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go. Monday, July 17, and the light is faint, but we can see it, Andy, at the end of the tunnel. This is what I consider week zero of the sports calendar, the annual fiscal sports year. And, you know, it still was a pretty sucky weekend overall for sports, but baseball came back. There was some funsies golf going on. Steph Curry Mm -hmm. had a hole in one. We've got uh, the Women's World Cup coming up. I know you're excited for that. <laughs> Brandy Chastain taking off her shirt. That's what no. made it. Brandy Chastain ain't walking through that tunnel, my friend. <laughs> That's right. Tis the last hurrah for the great Megan Rapino, and I believe 
Who else is the uh, who's the other gal who's uh, the big star on the team? I should know gal. her name. Yeah, lady, is that politically woman. The, who yeah. is the other woman? Hear her roar. <laughs> yeah. She's made a ton of money uh, with endorsements because she's very pretty, and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being athletic and pretty. Yeah, the new star is Trinity Rodman, Dennis Rodman's daughter. She's uh, is that she's big, true? Yeah, big big. I have no do. idea. Yeah. Is the uh, is the sometimes drunken goalie uh, Alex Morgan? Alex Morgan. I believe it's the last ride for Rapino and Alex Morgan. But we're America. We're going to make more photogenic young female soccer stars, and they're going to go on to capture America's hearts and some of Madison Avenue's hearts. They're probably going to keep winning women's World Cups. They will populate fledgling professional leagues that will open. And then close, and then open, now, and then close. Now, the the one that's up now is 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 doing okay. Uh, really? They, they have, yeah. I mean, they they had a bunch of scandals, including you know abusive coaches and things right. like that. But, but the league seems to be uh, seems to be on on decent footing right now. Okay. Well, you haven't been to any games. No. Do we have no, a franchise here? Yeah, yeah. We had the Spirit won it like two years ago, won the whole ah, thing. Oh, okay. Well, very good then. Very good. So, yeah, we got the, some things stirring, and the first training camps open on Wednesday around the NFL. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was uh, I, I don't have Netflix at the moment because uh, they don't allow you to share passwords anymore, so I'm sharing my sons and stuff. Anyway... Um, I, uh, I, what a I, I, cheap I, son of a bitch! He well, is. I'm, I'm, what I, I, I got to figure, figure this out. But anyway, so, oh yeah, uh, oh here, let me help you figure it out. Go to Netflix.com. Give them your up. credit card information. I know. Boom. Okay, uh, but here's the point. Uh, last night. I volunteered to help with babysitting with my granddaughter because my daughter has Netflix and I watched the first four episodes of quarterback. And when you watch football at this time of year, you realize there's football and there's everything else. You know, I like going to baseball games and I watch a lot of baseball games on TV, but there is nothing like football nothing nothing even close to it. nothing pops off the screen like football nothing captures the imagination like football there's no spectacle quite like football and it's the best unscripted week-to-week drama going in television what have i called the nfl a tv show about quarterbacks and now netflix which is not tv but it's streaming content has put out an eight episode series about quarterbacks it's fabulous too it is it is really good and i'm getting some tough guys some fake tough guys going i watched it big uh, why do i want to see the wives and the families you know and the houses i don't give a shit about that i'm like (laughs) there's not enough football in there for you there's not enough mic'd up parts there's not enough during the week where you see guys in training rooms and with the team psychologists i think it's fascinating and they picked the right three. I mean, they picked the best in the game. They picked a guy who's kind of dancing on the edge of being in that group of best. And then a guy who lost his job during the season. Perfect, 
perfect, and they're all three good on TV. They're right. really good. I uh, just set this up, everyone. We're going to have a GoFundMe set up to help Andy Poland afford Netflix on his no, own. I can afford Netflix. Well, I know, but I you don't just... want to pay for it, so don't worry. My listeners right. will come together. They will you buy you Netflix for, for a year. A cable bill. The cable bill is getting ridiculous, <laughs> and and I, I and plus now I have to have Netflix. I have to have Paramount. I have to have uh, the Prime. I yeah. mean, how many more of these am I going to have to? Well, I mean, at some point, <laughs> I'm paying. I'm paying. How, you know, yes. four or five hundred dollars a month for cable. That's yes. ridiculous. I know. TV. I know. The, the, okay. the, what, what was once what was once going to be a cable busting paradise streaming has now turned into the eight hundred pound monster that is going to eat us all. That's going to cost yeah. more. And here's the worst part about it: is you have no idea where anything is anymore. You no, know? right. You don't. Yeah. It I, used I, to be, I, hey, there's a big sporting event. I bet it's on cable. Is it on this yeah. channel? No. But if it's not on this channel, it's got to be on this channel. And you would find it in about three seconds. Here's a true story from Sunday morning. Ready? Mm-hmm. Me being a golf nerd, I wanted to watch the conclusion Rory. of the Scottish Open. Yeah, Rory. Right? I'm on Golf Channel thinking, well, maybe they delayed the start of it. And they're going to play later in the afternoon. And as soon as they're done with whatever, you know, sports center version of golf channel they're running, they're going to get to the Scottish Open. That was when one of the anchors says, uh, right now, uh, Rory has a putt on 18 to win. We'll update the situation as soon as we know it. Uh, right now, coverage is on Peacock. I swear, Andy, they said Peacock. Yeah. And it made sense because Peacock is an NBC product, hence, you know, Peacock. And NBC owns Golf Channel, so it made all se- it made a lot of sense. Well, I went to Peacock. I tried to go to Peacock. As a matter of fact, I went on my streaming uh, TV and on my uh, Amazon Fire Stick. I, I, I voiced in Peacock Network. It popped up, but it didn't have it installed yet. Okay, would you like to install? Yes. Okay, download, download, download. Okay, okay, okay. All right, download. Boom. I punch in. It says, and sign in or sign up for $4.99 a month. I knew I had already signed in that I had a Peacock account. So I signed in thinking, God, I hope this password takes. Miracle of miracles. The password is good. I'm now into the Peacock ecosystem and I'm flipping and I'm scrolling and I'm looking. Can't find the fucking golf. I then try to use the voice search, Peacock Scottish Open, Peacock Golf, Peacock, whatever. Didn't come up. By the time I'd given up, and I did give up, a buddy on the text thread said, no, no, it was on CBS Sports app. And I said, why the would it be on CBS Sports app? And they're like, well, it just was what it was. So Rory ends up winning. They wrap up SportsCenter on Golf Channel. Then they start playing the Scottish Open, which I already know the result of, on the Golf Channel from hole number two. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Whose property is this event? (laughs) Right? Why is it on CBS Sports app? And why is it now on Golf Channel? Because the Golf Channel has rebroadcast rights, Andy, to all of the golf that's played. So this was a rebroadcast, so they had the rights to it. And I may, may have mistook uh, mistook Peacock for Paramount. Because Paramount is CBS's streaming 
property. This it's a fucking mess, is what it is. It in is, the yeah. old in the olden days, it would have been on one of three channels, right? And I would have bing bang boom, <laughs> and you find the channel and you leave it on there. And then when you want to go to change the channel, you get off your tuchus and you change the channel. <laughs> Here's another one, and this is where I need some help and feedback from those who are veterans of the streaming game. So I'm all, I'm on the verge of getting my wife to approve canceling DirecTV, canceling all of it, Andy. That would be a massive $300 a month bonus for the family yeah. budget. But she's a little bit hung up on the fact she can't just with one button turn on the TV in the kitchen while she's you know getting ready in the morning and whatnot. That it'll turn on, but then she has to navigate a menu to find live TV, guide, and the channel she wants. A little bit cumbersome. So I go to the internet and I search set up Roku to turn on to the last channel watched, right? That would be a useful feature, right? I figure it's just got to be a setting somewhere, correct? Guess what? You can't fucking do it. You can't do it. I, I looked at several Roku fan message boards and they all said, yeah, no, that'd be great, but they don't allow that. And I'm thinking, why wouldn't they program that in? And my only thought is that they want you to interface with the menus and to splash around in the deep pool of, we've got this and we've got that and we got movies, we've got channels. So if anybody knows, so if anybody knows a streaming interface, Roku, Amazon Fire, or Apple TV, in which you can turn your TV off, and if it's on Channel 4 when you turn it off, when you go on, it turns Channel 4 back on again, and then you can watch TV. If that's possible, somebody please let me know. I I was able, though, before something I do pay for, watch today on my home TV, and that was the three-part series on Will Chamberlain. Uh, on which was what on Showtime. Oh, okay. And, How do you get Showtime? Only... Do you pay for yes. Showtime or you steal passwords for that too? You no, 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 no. It's a part of my massive cable package. <laughs> I get HBO as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but this one, the only catch I have is that they used AI to have Wilt's voice narrated. And the problem is, is it's his words and the words fit, but the inflection does not. You can't control the inflection enough to make it sound natural. Now, wait. But, uh, where, how, would, how would Wilt have narrated his own documentary? With AI, they were able to assemble his words into what they wanted him to say to narrate his life story. But now, they you, had, said, you said it was his writing. His voice, I said. Oh, okay. You said writing, just for the record, because I do listen. I thought I said voice. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was listening keenly. All right. So they, they, he, because I thought when you said by mistake his writing, I thought, ooh, did he write a journal that they then used AI to make them his words? So they wrote the documentary and then they had him or the AI Wilt voice his own documentary. Correct. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. And we're entering a crazy world now in media where there's going to be more and more fakes and AI and voice stuff. Hell, uh, they're just going to scrape my voice and other hosts voice and just make an AI program that does shows. 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's why the movie industry is shut down at the moment. It's crazy. Yeah, because of AI. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you are you stunned by that? Are you hurt by that? Are you worried about that? You know, you do like movies, even though you don't do, pay but, for Netflix. I do, but there's, there's some old <laughs> movies that I can catch up on okay. uh, that, that I'll be able to watch. Um, and yes, I probably will be forced to pay for Netflix along with Amazon and along with Peacock because there's going to be actual playoff games on Peacock this year. You know that, right? Uh I think I vaguely knew that, but I'm sure yeah. I'll scramble to find out where the fuck is the yeah. game this year. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, quarterback, um, the guys they're featuring, it's interesting because Mahomes is the golden child, the unicorn, the sure thing, Mr. Half a Billion Dollar Man. Kirk is Johnny Tryhard, who's really good, but never good enough to make anyone happy. And then Mariota was just trying to stay in the league as QB1, and he right. fell off the bar trying to hang on this year. That's a pretty good one, two, three. I wonder if that just happened by luck or if they had a bigger pool of quarterbacks and then zeroed in on those three. Well, I, I think you start and you say, if you can get Mahomes, you get, get Mahomes. Him. Right. Yeah. And, and then Kirk. I think was that was the perfect middle guy. I mean, is there anybody who's a comp for him? Can you think of anybody who would be on that kind of plane no. there? I, no. no. And he and, he so, and the yeah. Vikings had a phenomenal year, 13 wins, a whole bunch of amazing yeah. comebacks. And yet faith and trust and excitement and old number eight in purple has never been more meh. According yeah. to my boy charge. Right. Right. How many playoff games has he won in his career? Uh, that's the thing. That's that's yeah. the only that's the only bar anyone measures by anymore. How about the fact that his own star wide receiver Justin Jefferson did not include him on his list of the five best quarterbacks in the league? And then when Kirk was told about it, he goes, "Oh, it's the first I'm hearing about it." But you know that's okay. I mean, like as a competitor, I'd like to get on that list. But I respect yeah. the fact that he was being honest. It was a very Kirk like perfect answer. Yeah, well, he's got this great quote in there. You know, if I walked on water, my critics would say I can't swim. Um, but that but was, he, I think that was a Margaret Thatcher quote. Yeah, but he, he used it for himself, yes, too. Right, right. But, but also, but also, Justin Jefferson, he's, he's the best. He's the absolute best. And so he, he, that's a weapon that Kirk has. That should make him a better quarterback. It doesn't. You know, and 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 Mahomes lost his best weapon last year and still won the Super Bowl. So what, what does that tell you? <laughs> yeah, I, I I did like watching the first episode with Mrs. Zabin because yeah. she asks a lot of good non-sports fan questions. So mm-hmm. whenever you're doing that with somebody, you start to explain, right? You start to mansplain football, mm-hmm. right? Because she's like, so why did they get rid of this guy? You know, uh, Tyreek Hill. And I said, I said, he wanted more money. She's like, how much more? I go a shit ton more. <laughs> and they're like, she's like, well, why didn't they give it to him? I'm like, well, kind of had some off the field issues that they were a little bit concerned about. Oh yeah. Like what? <laughs> then I, then I told her and she was instantly disgusted. But then yeah. I explained, I go, but he's like the fastest dude in the league, honey. Like he, he's ridiculous. Like you cannot run with him, period. She's like, right. well, how do you cover him? And I'm like, that that's a hard problem. You, you, you have a couple guys that just start running backwards immediately, but then it opens up all kinds of space underneath. <laughs> yep. That's ah, yep. good yep. shit, man. The NFL is good. And, you know, there's so many questions now going into the season. That's going to be fascinating. 
If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Did you know that MyBookie.com has more than just sports gambling? Oh yeah, they've got an online casino that is amazingly fun to play and can be quite profitable. Want to sharpen some skills for a trip to Vegas or maybe another casino? You want to practice card counting, bet variants, or some exotic strategy you saw on TikTok? MyBookie.com. And of course, there's always the sports. Not just football, which we're all salivating about, but baseball, golf, tennis, boxing, MMA, and a bunch of stuff that you'll say, wait, I can bet something on that? Yes, you can. Get an account at MyBookie.com. Enter promo code ZABE so they know that I sent you. And splash around and have some fun in life, especially after you get that reimbursement check from your sales meeting in Grand Forks, South Dakota. MyBookie.com, the one, the only, the official sports book of the Zabecast. Hard Knocks is going to have the Jets. They chose them against the Jets' desires because they had no exemptions to get out of it. Uh, right. Couldn't dodge the draft on this one. Rodgers said uh, they sh- they're, they're going to shove it down our throats, but we just have to deal with it. Where do you stand on Hard Knocks? I've gotten kind of bored with it. Um, I, I thought it was okay last year with the Lions. I thought the year before with Jerry was really dull. Okay. And, and you know, I think the, the show quarterback has kind of taken that to the next level. There's just a, a, too much of uh, cameras out on the field during training camp, you know, guys, guys hitting or, or whatever. And, and there just isn't enough to sustain it. When it was brand new, like when the Ravens did it the first year, wow, look at all that cool stuff, you know. But now it's kind of run its course for me. Isn't it fascinating that we're at a point now where the NFL itself can mandate a team to participate in this, that these teams don't have the individual authority to go, no, we're not fucking doing that. Yeah, well, that's good. I, don't you think that's a good thing? Eh, I don't know. It just, it's, a, it's a centralized power in the shield that Al Davis is probably spinning in his grave over. Because yeah, well, these are supposedly individual franchises that make most of their own decisions within the loose framework of a league. 
Well, one of Al's protege is right now attempting to bring down the league. So <laughs> in the spirit of Al, John Gruden has got the torches outside of at Roger Goodell's office, and he's ready to burn the place down. All right. So, with that, with that, that Andy, I'm glad that you mentioned it because uh, I don't think Solly or Scott read the whole Don Van Atta piece, but I mm-hmm. know you did. I did. Give me your net, net, quick 30-second synopsis of what it was all about. Well, having followed all of this, I knew a lot of the Snyder stuff. What's apparent now, and not that it surprises me, but Goodell is complicit in a lot of the stuff that's happening in a lot of the coverage. Totally! And, 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 that, and that he's been, he's been slow-walking this thing, and he's been the one that's, that's been covering for Dan Snyder. And then when Snyder brings out the, oh God, the, the black The man, PowerPoint. Paul, Paul, <laughs> PowerPoint. Oh, my God. I mean, this is just a, it's just a, a, a kingdom of thieves. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'd like to see Goodell go down with him, but he's probably not going to. And the, others, the other owners don't want him to because he's printing them money. I used to think of Goodell as mostly a stooge, a barrel-chested, born on third base, silver spoon, square-up-his-ass stooge. Now, through stories like this, I see him as a thin-skinned, power-hungry, and quite incompetent at times like Michael Scott stooge. He's still a stooge, but there's a lot more layers to him, and they're ugly layers that if I was an NFL owner— who made billions of dollars to be able to buy an NFL team? I'd be fucking pissed off dealing with this clown yeah, as well. But but you, they have the ability to manipulate him, and they like that. They weren't able to do that with Tagliabue. So they they like to have this guy who's going to do it their way and make them money. And look, a guy who comes into the league as a freaking intern from some college I barely heard Washington of, and Lee, Washington and Lee, and says. When he's an intern in the league, when he's when he's handing mail out mimeograph started in people. the mailroom, right? You know, exactly. You know, started as an intern with the Jets. Our friend Larry Weissman remembers covering games and Roger Goodell handing him sheets of stats <laughs> during the game, and he's telling people then he's going to become commissioner of the league. Those kind of people are dangerous, and he's dangerous. Yeah. Well, that's why there was a song that had a line in it: "I ain't no senator's son." Goodell yeah. is and was a senator's son. And a powerful yeah, who, senator at that. Who had principles, who, who stood up against the Vietnam War. in, uh, in And it cost him his party. seat, didn't it? Right, right. He, he stood up for principle. And the yet, son and yet, has no principle. Right, None. right. None. And yet he, 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 bore, he birthed a son and raised a son who's a jellyfish. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. irony right there. Also, what I just found amazing, but then again, not surprising, was that all Snyder had to do to get through this most perilous stretch of his ownership was to chill the fuck out, right. lay low, and stay away. And he couldn't do it. He was yeah. showing up at owners' meetings, going like, "Hey, uh, let me in, man. I'm, my suspension's over." Now we'll tell you when it's over. Yeah. Get on that fucking yacht of yours and just go sail for a while. Yeah, leaking the emails. He couldn't resist. He, he just. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he's like the guy who's been chased off the playground and 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 then decides to come back and say and another thing and then they beat the crap out of him that's what <laughs> right exactly <laughs> just couldn't figure it out so that said when is this god dang sale gonna happen oh it, it's it's gonna go through on thursday it, it will it's, thursday 
Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to happen. I mean, there's all kinds of things in the Don Van Natta thing. One of the things I found interesting was that the sister, uh, Michelle, who is, I guess, the only minority partner now that he's bought out the others, uh, is resisting on indemnification, that making sure that they that they have it. We remember that we were told by a very reliable source that it was Michelle Snyder who didn't like Jim Fossil. And that's why they wound up with Zorn instead of Fossil, because she decided at the last minute they didn't like him. Oh, my God. So she wants there to be the possibility of people suing her brother? She wants wants the idea of that they have indemnification. And Snyder apparently is ready to move on without it. But if all the minority partners don't agree... (laughs) Then the sale gets held up. So they're going to have to pacify her. And one of the things that Mike Florio is talking about is they're going to, in order to prevent this, this possible lawsuit involving Snyder, they may have to pay off John Gruden to get him to shut up. Just, just get him to go away. How many, how many zeros? According, according to the story, Gruden won't settle for love nor money. That this is a principal thing and he's ready to quote, burn the house down. Everybody's got his price. Everybody has a price. I think it's, I think it's like the big bad wolf. I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. Oh yeah. Uh, Good luck on that, buddy. Cause right now your career is dead. You're out of a gig. And you're threatening to do this. Like they're untouchable. They're the mob, the NFL. Yeah. They yeah. are the mob. Good luck on that. All right. A uh, couple more things before we go tonight. Hot enough for you? Well, apparently some tourists thought, no, nah, actually, I'd like to feel it hotter. They've been flocking to Death Valley this summer in California to experience some of the hottest temperatures ever recorded, including daytime highs of, are you ready? 131 degrees. How do you breathe? That 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 that's that's almost the temperature that you would cook like a pot roast at. <laughs> at 130, huh? Yeah, I think so. What does a sauna go up to? I don't know. I don't go in them anymore now that the Lavero got the staph infection and almost died. He I got a staph so. infection in a hot tub, not in a uh, sauna. I thought it was a sauna. Whatever. <laughs> I don't go in them. You don't? How do you do the Jewish workout? I a don't schwitz, do that a schwitz and a soak. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's how the people in the Catskills back in the day thought they were able to maintain their weight. <laughs> Eat three enormous meals and sit in the schwitz for half an hour. And then it sleep it work. off and think, it okay, it's fine. It doesn't work. All right, so uh, do you at this time of year in the D.C. area get the July blues for just how hot and steamy and muggy it is? Um, no, actually I'm, I'm much more bothered by cold weather than I am by hot weather. Hot weather doesn't really bother me. So are you happy in July here in the DC area? Yeah. Yeah. I took a, uh, it wasn't the the weather day. Wasn't the worst of the week, but on Tuesday it was, it got hot in the afternoon. I did a bike ride from Germantown to Mount Vernon, 90 miles round trip. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, I survived it. Uh, I, I was just, very angry and depressed this morning on Sunday because it was overcast. It was cloudy. It was steamy. It was hot. You knew it was going to be hot. You knew it was going to thunderstorm at some point along the way. It was just depressing not to see any blue skies whatsoever. I would. I didn't mind it later in the day when it finally cleared up where it's hot as blazes, but at least there was blue sky to be found. It was the gloomy overcast heat and humidity that really gets me. 
No, no. When it's when it's like twenty degrees and the wind is whipping, that's what gets me. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. Speaking of bicycling, Tour de France is up and running, and now mm-hmm. they're begging. Some of these bicyclists are begging. Their teams are begging fans, please don't come on to the race course because there have been several big pileups already. This no one, after a mass crash, marred the fifteenth stage of the Tour de France on Sunday. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's always a worry, you know. Especially when I ride the Crescent Trail, you know, you <laughs> on your left, on your left, on your left, and they got their headphones cranking and they can't hear you. Yeah, it's it's dangerous. You know what they say, Andy? There's only two kinds of bicyclists in the world: those who've laid it down, and those who are going to lay it down. Well, I did. I survived it, but I did. Yes, <laughs> I understand that. And are you uh, are you a safer rider now? Do you think? Uh. No, I don't think so. I bought a better helmet, but um, okay. well, the one I had saved my life. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I I know what I did, and it was a fluke thing. And I'm more on the lookout. I right. rode through something I thought some was loose solid. gravel. Yeah. Well, no, it was actually it was the asphalt that I thought was solid, and it was soft, and that's what caused the. Oh uh, God! Right. All right, uh, are you more skittish now riding? No, not really. Okay, I, I good. Thought I, I thought I would be. I took a couple of weeks off after the accident and thought I would, but I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm you know what? For, for, for a kind of a cheap son of a bitch, you got some balls on you, and I appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, GoFundMe is up. You get Andy Poland Netflix. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Andy Poland's Netflix. Uh, a couple more real quick. <laughs> the Northwestern situation. Oh, God. Can you give oh, me my. your net net on that? That was a fast-moving storm that washed out what everyone seemed to think is a good man. And Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pat Forty wrote a good column about this. He said, you know, you got these these alums, beloved alums like uh, at, at Bob Huggins at West Virginia and Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, and all is fine until it isn't, and then you find out that things are going on that you know they they've probably been able to cover up because of who they are. And uh, yeah, I mean, everybody should know what's going on in their program. Okay, I remember. I remember when the Sandusky thing was happening and we talked to Gary Williams about that and said, look, he said, you're responsible for everything that goes on. It's your job to know what's happening. But the assistant coaches are staying and the administrators are staying. So that's kind of, that's kind of bullshit, isn't it? Doesn't it look like Fitzgerald was the fall guy here? If you really had a culture, which means all day, every day throughout the whole organization that was rotten, then there should be more than one guy that goes down. Yeah, I would think so. But, but you know, some, somebody had to take the fall, and he was the one that had yeah. to do it. Well, they can't afford to make anyone else take the fall. That's yeah. part of the problem. All right, uh, let's see. Speaking of violations, Tennessee apparently guilty of hundreds. <laughs> yeah. I don't laugh at that. <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of violations, and yet they're going to play football this fall. Well, like, yeah. there's no big deal. Did you did you see what the total of the the money of the violations was payments to players? No, sixty thousand dollars. That's what a punter gets now. <laughs> uh, and, and and also this idea that they're going to have to vacate wins. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I was going to say from from where, from how, from who? Yeah. Have I they mean, been hit with a TV ban? No. Have they, they been hit with that. a bowl ban? No, they have they been hit that. with a reduction in scholarships? Maybe, but not okay. much. Not enough to really matter. It's no. almost like nowadays all these investigations that have been percolating in the in the background, they're going to just drop them because of the nilly, or it makes them all look like you know petty violations. 
Yeah. I mean, anybody who wasn't cheating was a fool. He lost his job. I mean, it's it's like it's like when when Faraday went to the went to the live tour. And now you look back on it and you go, well, I couldn't have done a smarter thing. Doesn't well, mean anything anymore. Yeah, that's that's probably true. And then there's this, Andy, you being a man who appreciates value. A man decided that chicken sandwiches at Chick-fil-A were too expensive. Mm-hmm. So he set out to make his own chicken sandwich from scratch. Right. Except when he meant scratch, he meant from scratch, scratch. He started his own chicken coop and started farming his own things to make the chicken sandwich some $1,600 and over a year and a half later, he had his chicken sandwich from scratch. He made a video about it that has gone viral and pretty much broken the internet. Yeah, well, we, we, we know somebody who did that with a radio network when all he needed to do was find a place to put his games on, and he decided to start a network of radio stations that were unlistenable because of the signal <laughs> and had to buy the, Yeah, it's what Dan Snyder did when he uh, decided it was talked into by our friend Bennett's ear into starting his own radio network. All right. Hey. When this sale goes final, let's go out for a, a drink. Well, I thought we were going to have a, a party. Are we going to have a, a show and uh, yeah, and, yeah. Had a big right. plan. Had a big plan for that. Uh, I was going to organize it, sell tickets, make a little bit of money. And then I realized, Andy, it's a shit ton of work. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've, I'm at the point in life now, and I should have been here a long time ago, where there's only three. Th- there's only three reasons to do anything in life. Three reasons. You know the re- the only three reasons to do anything in life? Go One ahead. is if you love it and it's a hobby. Right. For yourself. Two would be because there's a sufficient amount of money compared to the hours it's going to take. Sounds crass, but let's not get ourselves. Time is what? Money. Okay? Right. And the third reason, and the only reason to do anything, is because you have to in life. If it's jury duty or filing your taxes, that's it. Either you love it and it's a hobby, or you make enough money to justify the time spent, or you have to. And so this party fell between all three cracks. Wasn't going to make me enough money. I didn't love it enough as a hobby, and I didn't fucking have to. So looks like me and you and a beer is going to be the answer. Yeah, let, well, let's get let, let's at least do a podcast with some of some of our boys and, and relive the the good old days of the last twenty four years. <laughs> Sounds like work, Andy. Sounds like work. I don't know. We'll see. All right, buddy. We'll All talk right. to you next week. Thank you. Take care. There you go. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Did you know that MyBookie.com has more than just sports gambling? Oh, yeah. They've got an online casino that is amazingly fun to play and can be quite profitable. Want to sharpen some skills for a trip to Vegas or maybe another casino? You want to practice card counting, bet variants, or some exotic strategy you saw on TikTok? MyBookie.com. And of course, there's always the sports. Not just football, which we're all salivating about, but baseball, golf, tennis, boxing, MMA, and a bunch of stuff that you'll say, wait, I can bet something on that? Yes, you can. Get an account at MyBookie.com. Enter promo code ZABE so they know that I sent you. And splash around and have some fun in life, especially after you get that reimbursement check from your sales meeting in Grand Forks, South Dakota. MyBookie.com, the one, the only, the official sports book of the Zabecast.